In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time, on Roll Warriors, the associates gathered in a train station coffee shop to discuss Saul's descent to madness. The three debated about what to do about their pressing predicament. Saul began questioning the purpose for existence, and Abel and Soifangji expressed deep concern. A reckless experiment separated Claudia from Saul and traumatized the both of them. Um, I take it um, I'm making my way back to Abel's to meet up with Kander. I don't think she told you where her apartment is. Uh, she's been pretty secretive about it <laughs> thus far. Okay, should I just text Candor and be like, "Hey, Candor, where you at?" <laughs> yeah, it's probably it's probably a uh, yeah. So so Candor will tell you the address. She doesn't kind of understand uh, Abel's desire to keep things a secret. Right. Just ask for forgiveness, then permission. It's fine. Um, and so you go up to her apartment. It's like a it's like a a big big mega apartment building. Like you know, thirty or forty floors. There's shops inside. It's got like it's a little a little mini mall. It's not nice though. It's kind of like sleazy. Like the the, the kind of shops that are are there are like like the clothing store is like one rack of like stuff that somebody's pulled out of a dumpster. Uh, and like cleaned up um and like all of the all of the food are just kind of you know like uh like there might be one guy with a with a wok or like a grill uh and he's made like greasy street food and so you you knock on the door uh to abel's apartment and uh candor opens the door and uh just like she says 
hey. And she just walks back to uh, the chair in the back. It is like a narrow hallway of an apartment. Um, there's like a nook up, up like a, a ladder where there's a bed. Uh, and there's t- like a little kitchenette off to one side and a bathroom off to the other. But it, otherwise, it's kind of just like a, a, a hallway. Okay. Um, I guess I... Where Where is Kander exactly? Is Kander in the bedroom? Or it's not well. It's not a bedroom. It's like this is just one little room. Um, she's just sitting in the chair uh, at the window, like on the far, far end from you. All right. Hey, Kander. Hey, Sufi. How you doing? How was your date with your guy friend? She rolls her eyes. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, that bad. Okay, now you have to talk about it. What did you do? No, I'm not getting into this with you please can we just focus on hellfire can you focus if you're dealing with boys i be in the game i can focus all right that's i'm a little i'm a little mad that you had to ask that question well have you ever dealt with boys before i know you're entering those years where your priorities can become very twisted when it comes to testosterone she gives you like the biggest the biggest sigh that like any teenager has ever given. She's just like, Oh yes, I've dealt with boys. I know what's what. Okay. Kander. Okay. I believe you. I'm not your mother and I'm not here to give you the talk about the boys and the bees. As long as your head's in the game, that's all I care about. Yes. I, I want to fucking find this thing as badly as you do. It was, it was Eustace's whole life's mission, and I'm not going to let him down. Not over some jerk. <clears throat> okay, no, that's it. We're talking about it. No, all right. What happened? Just let it out. Just let it out. I can't have this. I can't have this tension, Candor. Oh, uh, you're out. so annoying. Fine, like I know. he wanted to do stuff, and I didn't, and it pissed him off, so he left. Okay, he's a piece of shit, man. Why are you upset about him? Because he's fucking dreamy. Uh. Because he's dreamy. Okay. He's distracting. The Hellfire deck is dreamy. He is a distraction. I know. And he doesn't respect you. If he respected you, he would have been okay with not doing anything. I'm proud of you for not doing anything, by the way. What happened to you not being my mom? Um... This is girl talk. Can't we be girls and talk? <laughs> like, come on, go again. Her. I thought uh, we could. Like I, said, I thought we could. But uh, clearly, there's some motherly instinct somewhere deep in all that machinery that just has to just has to drum up stuff and tell me how proud you are of me. It makes me cringe. Yeah, don't cringe. It means that you have that you're strong willed and you don't give in to pressure. Those are very marketable skills. It means that you're you are you are beyond your years. And that is something to be proud of. It is something to train. It is something to progress and I want you to be aware of those qualities that you have because they will make you a better net runner. Or if you choose to be, or whatever, whatever you decide to be, those qualities are going to make you better. And 
it is okay to be proud of the choices that you made, Pander. This kind of like halfway through this heartfelt thing that you've been saying, uh, you just like she 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 zones out and just starts like looking at her agent. Well, okay, fine, Pander. We'll do it your way. All right. So, what do we know about Hellfire so far? Since you're so focused. Well, uh, well, let's just start with the net. Because you know as well as I do about the open net. Um, shit's, like, massively fucked up there. Uh, demon class programs drive users insane. So if they, you know, if they tried, they're still roaming the net somewhere in virtual, trying to fry anyone that comes across them. If, you know, if you step off the elevator and leave the building, you find yourself in the wide net. And, uh... If you don't get killed by a crazed netrunner, there's murderous black ice and infectious viruses. It's basically a shitty place that you don't ever want to go to, except if you have the Hellfire deck. Now, do you think the Hellfire deck is in open net space? Well, here's the thing. This is why this this was the theory, the working theory that Eustace had. Sorry, smoke. We'll call him Smoke for now. Uh, I knew him as Eustace, but that's that 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 was just a personal thing. Um, so the la- Sahara was the last people to have any knowledge about the where de- where whereabouts of the Netrunner Dark Matter. Uh, rumor has it from multiple investment firms at the time of his disappearance uh, that he was in Pilatus, uh, and he was working. Um, virtual theft for competing companies, kind of like a, you know, playing so- playing both sides for for money, and he was damn good at it too. Uh, his last job was for an investment brokerage firm called Strafe, and he wanted Dark Matter to travel through the open net to bypass the security of their rival, UTCom, uh, somewhere in route. Uh, supposedly dark matter fell off strafe surveillance. Um, and, uh, so we, what we need to do is find exactly where dark matter was in virtual at the time of his disappearance. So we can get access, uh, to his look, the, the knowledge, uh, the, of the hellfire's location. Um, the only people that probably still have that are the uh, records uh, from Strafe. Um, as far as I know, that company still exists. They're working out of Scott's Roost. So, yeah, if we want that information, <clears throat> we're going to have to do some major snatch and grab from a pretty, pretty secure location. Uh, which is why um, Smoke and I hit a wall. Like, I know security systems, and he's, you know, the best net runner I've ever met, but between the two of us, we don't have... We don't have the physical skills necessary to infiltrate and and find what we're looking for. Okay. Well... Just so you know, I do have the physical skills to infiltrate. So, um, hopefully we can get past that wall. 
Um, okay, so where did you say um, Strafe was located? They're in Scott's again? Roost. They're an older company, so they've been here since Pilatus basically formed. And like I said, uh, Dark Matter went missing like 75 years ago. So if there is still a trail, it's pretty cold by now. Okay, so this is what I'm going to do. Um, instead of Dark Matter went missing 75 years ago? Okay. Um, well, as you know, Amir does have his hand in much of the shady dealings of Pilatus, so maybe we can start by reaching out to him to see if he's heard any rumors of dark matter. I don't... Um, acquisition. I don't really want to go through somebody else. I, I mean, I know Amir now through, you know, our heist. He seems like a good dude. Um, I just want to keep this close to our, close to us, you know? We involve too many people. We, we, we start... Okay. We start creating holes where, uh, you know, somebody else can slip through and steal this this prize right from right out from under us. I'm not saying Amir is going to be the. Okay, look at you being. Yeah, cautious. I mean, I'm not saying Amir is going to be the one to to burn us, but you know, we never know. Okay, so you want to keep this between the two of us? No worry. Um, so this is what we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna take a little trip out to strafe and do some reconnaissance um if my i have a hunch that maybe strafe does have records on the missing dark matter and maybe they also know a little bit about where it went so if we can get into strafe and if i can jack into their network um we can uncover a treasure trove of information yep so i mean i'm here to i'm here to help I'm here to provide support the best the I probably I don't want to go back out in the field um I'm still kind of shaken up about um you know the whole heist thing and Saul dying and I I just I just don't want to I, I just don't want to be out so I'll I'll do my best to provide support for you here or you know wherever I'll set up nearby and kind of just be your your eyes and ears but yeah that's my that's my one that's my one my one thing okay well i'm pretty sure i can handle the reconnaissance on my own um so that that will be okay um we will focus on keeping you safe and comfortable um what you can do for me though is um do what what do you need for access to strafe security in case something goes wrong just if i need to fall back well i don't know what kind of security they have um that'll probably be something that you got to figure out when you check into them but uh if it's anything like you know your standard run-of-the-mill um like militech installed security or uh you know one of their competitors It'll be, it'll be something that I have to do, um, from like a secure, a secure channel, uh, close to the site. Uh, but I could like, you know, I could go in underground, um, or 
from the sky if we got like a helicopter or something. Um, I just need to be, I'd probably just need to be close enough to, to um, send out a, a signal to, to get into their system. Okay. Um, did, do you think Smoke has any more information on Strafe or was he able to find anything about the security? Um, could I check some of his intel? I don't know what your boys at Sahara did to him. Uh, he's gone as far as I can tell, and they trashed his lab. Okay. Well, all right. Now we know the roads we need to go down. So I'm going to go in my agent <laughs> and look up Strafe's hours of operation yeah. to begin. Yeah. So the, the first thing is... Um, and there's, there's no role necessary for this. I mean, this is just like, I Google something. Um, they are by appointment only. Uh, so they're like a investment brokerage firm. And if you're not on their client list, you need a appointment, um, to even be let into the building. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going into this blind. Okay. I like a challenge. I can figure these things out. Okay, so based on this information that I didn't obtain, um, I am just going to have to figure out a way to get inside the building, get alone somewhere where there's a internet jack. Oh god, I need to find blueprints for the building too. Um, okay, is there any information on who on who built the building? Can I roll for that? Let's see if I can find blueprints. Yeah, you could you could do that. You could also like pass it off to Candor um, if you want her to be in charge of getting you blueprints. Like that's what I'm saying is she's a she's an available resource. Uh, so if you wanted something specific and you didn't want to take the time to to, to look for it, uh, she's a good resource for that. Okay, Candor, can you find blueprints for Strafe? Yeah, I've been I've been looking, but I'll I'll keep I'll keep looking. You discovered some stuff, and then you took a back burner to deal with Saul's psychosis, and uh, yeah, now you're back out on the trail, um, looking for, I believe, Zemlin's partner. Yes, um, Roswell. Roswell, Pete Roswell. Yeah, we got to go question him. So he has a he has a small apartment uh, in Scott's Roost with his girlfriend Jennifer. Um. And uh, you are able to get the um, the address from um, B, mm-hmm. who has been there uh, like a total of once to have like a, I don't know, like a game night, a mixer type deal um, with uh, Roswell and, and Jennifer. So don't you think like, if I had been working with you for a while, I mean, you've already met B multiple times, so... Wait, and you've been over my house, and I don't let anybody over, or uh, you've been near my house. I, you've been close enough to it. I've been close to your house, and also, um, I don't, I don't think I ever really met B. I know you've talked about them, but I don't, I don't think I've ever really met. Okay, F. well, no, well, never mind, never mind. Don't worry about it. Um, 
that's just that's just weird. That's just weird that they wouldn't socialize much more. Like maybe they're worried about like some kind of maybe maybe they're like they have a really weak immune system and they you know if they catch one sort of illness they just instantly explode or something. I think I'm just um, looking for reasons to hate this guy and everything he's about. I mean, we could just say um, like, look, if this person's last name is Roswell, right? Yeah. All right, they're definitely tied in with aliens that are trying to control our minds and control the government and control every fucking, um, even though there's not really governments anymore, but control every like corporation and destroy the world. So they're... 100%. Yeah. Hey, if you ever need to find some like crackpot theory to like dislike and or like a person, you know who to come to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. High five. <laughs> uh, y- yeah. Nice. Ow. So you have you arrive um, at this apartment building and uh, head up the stairs to the third floor. Um, and uh, do you knock on apartment three B? Um. But yeah, no. Before I, I, I'm gonna like case out the place before we just go straight to the door. So, what kind of like what what's the what's the apartment kind of look like? Um. So it's it's a it's not like a high rise, um, like you would find in uh, some of the newer districts, like the financial district or um, the upper east or west side. Scott's Roost is is an old is the old neighborhoods, um, so it's kind of like a like a ten story building, um, and uh, I don't know. It's it's one of the few not cement buildings. Um, it's like actually like a kind of like a synthetic brick mm-hmm. um just to just to have like kind of more of a, a of a nice look to it um and it's kind of got like a it's got like modern circular windows um on all of the or in all the apartments mm-hmm. um and there is a fire escape because i know that's abel's number one concern always right fire safety is always my concern do they have any fun themed welcome mats? If their name is Roswell, Saul is looking for a, a UFO shaped, you know, doormat. I think that um, it's got it's probably a like a it's got like his um uh his like department number um on the doormat. It's just like you know like a cop doormat that's just very like i am a cop i the doormat looks like a my my identity is cop so like i better you know lean into it kind of like how you know like military vets just cover their their car and bumper stickers with their like regiment number so you're telling me it's just um, you know where they killed people at you're telling me it's just a punisher skull an unironic punisher skull it's a three percent no it's got like it's got like the the shield of the PCP okay. on it, and it says okay. like, you know, District Four. Yo, four four is like a bad luck number. Um, Abel, like it's a bad luck number. You gotta be careful about that. Why is four a bad luck number? Uh, it like represents like death and bad luck in certain like. Well, I was gonna say Southeast Asian and also Asian like cultures, but kind of doesn't do that anymore. So that. That's how we know this person is like bad 
There you go. Another crackpot theory. Hey, strike number two. Can I go? I want to go break into his mailbox. Does he have like a separate mailbox? Uh, it's one of those apartments where like everyone's mailbox is like, like by the entrance to the floor that they live on. Yeah. Let, let me go down to the, that mailbox. I want to break into it. Uh, all right. Um, I think this is a, a role of some sort. Yeah. Uh, picklock. It's literally a skill called picklock. Uh, it's a tech skill. It's a tech skill? Cool. I don't have that skill. Yep. Um, so, uh, keep a lookout for me. All right. Can Saul roll a perception check to see if so? Our, okay, so we're both like kind of like a floor or two beneath the the actual unit, right? No. So I, as I explained, it's mm-hmm. each floor has its own like mailbox oh, wall. Okay. Because um, there's probably like there's probably like fifteen apartments on each floor. Okay. Um. Can Saul kind of like look around for any cameras or anything like that before? Abel goes and does their their stealing business. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's go. Good roll. So that's eighteen all day. Uh, with an eighteen, uh, you spot a camera in um, like at the end of the hall, uh, but you notice that the light is not on. Psst, psst, Abel, Abel, mm-hmm. I, they, mm-hmm. they, they might have cameras. Um, so I'm just gonna like stand here all nonchalant, like, and like. Just try to give you some like physical body cover while you yeah. I'm just do that, and I'm just gonna lean up against the mailboxes with my um, agent out, like I'm waiting on some, like kind of like I'm posted up, and I'm just waiting on somebody to come out. Um, and then I will roll to pick the mail. Um, eleven. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, like it's slow going. You kind of have you leave like a damaged looking. Uh, as you wedge it open. Whoops. <coughs> okay. Did I get it open? Yeah, you do get it open. Okay, I'm gonna take a take a look at it real quick. Alright. Uh anything you're specifically looking for? I'm looking for any like uh like informal notes, like if somebody is just slipping something into the mailbox or um any sort of checks any sort of things that could tell me about his personality like if he's got some weird magazine subscription or anything um all right well it's i think probably hilarious uh to imagine that uh, magazines still exist uh in the like 150 years (laughs) in the future (laughs) zines are a thing maybe maybe it's just like a pop culture like punk thing. I don't know. There are definitely like there are definitely like takeout menus um like wedged in there for sure. Uh, okay. Um and they look to be like undisturbed. Uh so like the same place is left one probably like every week and they just get left in the in the uh box. Um mm-hmm. but uh there's like there's like a power bill um that's that's unopened in the mailbox. Okay, I'm not gonna open it. Um, I'll show it all back in there and just kind of shut it as well as I can. Um, but so nothing, nothing kind of quirky uh, out of the blue. Uh, not that's in the mailbox now. 
Alright, well this quirky shit gotta be somewhere else then. Um, and then I guess before we knock on the door, I'm gonna check under the map. Okay. Because I, I don't know if he's like a cocky SOB and puts like an extra key under there or um, anything. Looking for that that kind of thing. Uh, nope, just dust. Um, okay, now, uh, uh, so I'll maybe, like, wait around the corner. Oh, okay. Like. And, um, uh, code word, but, vertigo. Okay. If, if there's anything weird. I was gonna say on. banana chips, but yeah, vertigo is a fun one, too. I'm, but, I mean, if, I don't, I don't know if. I feel like he's not the domestic type, but maybe she is, so banana chips are, like, good, and then I don't Okay, okay, I got so. you. Yeah, uh, Claudia floats over and, like, hu- like, hugs one of the walls and, like, pretends like she's got a gun in her hands. Oh, do you actually want, like, a real one? <laughs> Claudia? Like, you- she, she says, I probably can't hold it, so no, <laughs> so I'm good. So I'll just toss the fully safety off smg at her uh, yeah it, it ricochets against the wall uh behind yeah no her. abel catches it oh man abel catches it uh, all right there you go abel that's to make sure you're safe right what the fuck man what, what do you mean I was, that's... I was checking to see if claudia could like hold to could grab stuff because she like that... can mess with stuff from time to time i just didn't know if like can you don't don't throw the shit in a hallway? That's so. Like, what, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Just take take this. Take it. Yeah, all right, all right. Sheesh. Gosh. It's. Come on. Okay. 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 I'll put the safety back on. The uh, the door to apartment three B opens. Um, and there, the barrel of a gun is stare is like pointed right in your face, Abel. All right. So, so. Uh, what 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 are you doing um, to learn more about Strafe? Um. Well, um, I asked Candor to see what all she could find out um, from her security connections, and everything concerning Strafe has pretty much been scrubbed. So. I've come to the conclusion that the only way to really find out anything about them is to try to get inside Strafe. So... Alright, so are you then outside of the uh, Strafe uh, offices? Yeah, pretty much, because I'm going to try to find a way in. So, um, Candor should be close by, like, outside. Um, yeah. Because she said she yeah. mentioned she needed to be close um, to, like, I guess, like, extract any information she needs. Um, so I'm going to first take a peek around the outside just to get a layout of the building um, to see what exactly... All right. So it's a strafe office building. Um, it's one of the smaller buildings in Scott's Roost, uh, as most older buildings aren't built as tall. 
um, as like the new stuff in the financial district. Uh, it looks to be like 20 floors. Um, and it's, it's got like a concrete look, the concrete brutalist look of most of the buildings in the city. Um, but there is like a nice little, um, little like, uh, topiary garden, um, out front and like the, the building does have like two strips of, uh, glass windows going up the, up the front of it. Okay. Uh, is it climbable? Is it climbable? Uh, that's an interesting question. Probably for a normal person, no, but you do have shark skin. Okay, word. I just, I didn't know if it would, like, slip on the glass or, <laughs> like... Yeah, I mean, your best okay. bet is not to climb the glass uh, and climb the, the concrete instead, but, yeah. Okay, um, well, I wanted to try going in through the front door first, but I feel like that would, like leave me too identifiable so i think i'm gonna try to like climb to like one of the higher stories yeah um for the purposes of um if you do any like net space activity uh do you have a deck prepared i actually do okay so i figured that um based on their scrubbing they're probably going to be like heavily guarded so, I have a couple of ice programs. Um, I have my worm, of course. Um, so, just to be kind of silent, um, not to um, draw any attention to myself. However, if I do get into any trouble, um, I have my sword. And then I only had enough space left for vis- for invisibility. So... Um, those were the programs that I was taking in, taken into here. All right. Worm, sword, and invisibility. Gotcha. So, yeah. So you, you asked about scaling the building. Are you actually going to do that? Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to do it. I was like, I feel like going through the front door is just too dangerous. And I'm not trying to enter a firefight. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to try climbing. All righty then. Um, you... I have no issue sticking to the wall, uh, but if you could make a, um, just give me like a body roll to see how like, you know, long you are capable of climbing. Okay, I rolled a ten. Okay, so cool. I got two tens, and let me check my body. My body's six, so I got twenty six. Uh, twenty six. So yeah, it's definitely like. It's definitely not going to be uh, hard for you to scale um, probably to the top of this building. Uh, like I said, it's 20 floors, but you're nimble and you've got shark skin. And the the bigger question is, what are you wearing? Uh, because, you know, you, you kind of have to have like, some exposed skin to uh, utilize your shark skin. Oh, um, I just I'm wearing my typical soy fungi get out. <laughs> just... Um, like, kind of like my enhancements that, like, make me look nude, but, like, not nude, I guess. That's the best way to describe it. All right. So you'll probably, like, have to take your shoes off. Um, you can just use, like, your hands and your feet to climb. Okay. Sort of Spider-Man-esque. Okay, let's do this. All right. So it takes you probably, uh, 20 
minutes. Yeah, a minute per floor uh, to to scale the whole building. Uh, where are you going to the roof, or are you going to stop along the way, or what? Um, I kind of wanted to stop midway and then scan. Um, okay. To see uh, if there's like any like net jacking areas like close by. All right. Um, yeah. So you you scale halfway up this building. Um, you do a scan. Uh, it looks to it looks to have like probably uh at least ten net ports on every level of this building. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to make my way to the top to see if I can like gain access from the roof all right you climb to the top there is a uh, there is a rooftop terminal um before you climb over the top however uh you do notice um a uh guard is patrolling the roof i kind of want to observe him can i do a perception check just to see like if he's talking on a radio or if he's having like any contact with someone before i decide my next move yeah sure go ahead until like 16 okay 22 22 uh he does like he he moves in like this is a square building so he makes a a a round around the perimeter um and it looks like if you observe him for a few minutes it looks like every like third uh rotation uh he gets on a radio and um like gives a code and says, you know, all clear on the roof. Okay. Um, okay, so since he's in contact, I'm going to do my best to, like, sneak past him and avoid him. All right. And, um, is there a door or anything that I can, like, head towards? Uh, it looks like there is a... Um, it's not a door. It is a, uh, like, a panel. Um, kind of like a, a hatch. All right, timing, like, in time, like, with his routine, um, I'm going to, like, try to move over to the hatch to see if I can access it. All right, give me a stealth roll. Ooh. <laughs> I, rolled a, I rolled a two. Okay, um, 16. Um, he's making his his round. You wait until his back is to you, um, and you, like, quietly uh, crawl your way to the hatch um and just before you get there uh he turns and <laughs> he spots you crouching on the roof oh shit and he says hey nobody's supposed to be up here who are you and he points his gun at you hey everyone it's gavin here you're probably thinking how can i help these charismatic strangers with their wonderful podcast You're probably also thinking that Gavin is super cool and, like, so humble. Well, thanks for thinking those things. I appreciate it. Anyways, I digress. If you want to reach out to us or just toss us a shout-out, you can do that on Twitter at Roll Warriors. For the next couple of weeks leading up to the Roll Warriors one-year anniversary next week, we will be collecting audience submission questions for a special Q&A episode. The cast and I will be answering these questions and drinking too much. So if you want your question answered about the podcast in general, or about the cast or the characters, this is your chance to hit us up on Twitter. If you are just so excited about our show that you need to express that excitement in a monetary way, guess what? 
We have a Patreon at www.patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors. It's only $5 a month and you get bonus episodes that you get to suggest. We just recorded one last week, uh, an audience submission sent in by Daniel featuring a beach episode. And I got to tell you, it was hilarious. Uh, we all had a blast doing it. So if you want to be able to get, you know, get access to that, you got to you got to join the Patreon. Speaking of our wonderful patrons, we have Daniel Sittler, Billy Young, and James Beatty. If you're more interested in exploring who we, the people, are, you could check out our website at www.rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com. It is a link to our Twitter feed and bios for both the characters and the cast. So don't be shy. Check us out, and thank you for listening. Now back to the episode. Special delivery. I've been hearing you psychos talking outside my door for the last five minutes. Who are you and what are you doing here? I, we're friends. Uh, sorry. Sorry. My, my friend here is uh, a little... I hit his head um, multiple times uh, in his youth and current day life. Uh, his friend's Zemlin. All right. Well, I don't know that for sure. Why don't you drop that weapon on the floor? Um, do you want me to turn the safety on first? Because it kind of was off last time. Obviously, I want Just... the safety on. Empty the clip. Take all it right, out. All right, all right. If there's a nah. bullet in the chamber, I want that gone too. All right, all right. Here you go. Shoosh. Okay. I'm not going to drop it because it actually, I like it, but I'm just going to place it here. Yeah. Um. So the physical description of this guy, uh, he's like currently like in his like uh, street clothes uh, or mm-hmm. his like apartment clothes. He's got like a tank top and some like uh, kind of like above the knee shorts, uh, which mm-hmm. d- does expose his um, like metal prosthetic leg. Uh, his left leg is is a prosthetic. Um, he's got uh, like decently built, um, but like on the leaner side, uh, and he kind of has like a um, longer than you would expect. Uh, like stubble beard, uh, and like a a ball cap on. Hi, you look a little rough there, uh, for a cap. I, uh, well, that's uh, really none of your business. I mean, I mean Zellan's always like, uh, maybe he's just because he's a dandy, but thought you guys had like a shave ordinance or something weird. Uh, well, Semlin, uh. Zim likes to think of me as his, uh, his, uh, scruffy um, sidekick. Yeah. Something like that. Although, you know, he might not be so nice about it. He puts his gun down. Well, you might actually know Zemlin anyway. So, uh, why don't you come in, take your shoes off. Can I like clean up my gun? Like you can hold on to it. I just want it to not like be out here in the hallway. Yeah, man. Just get the fuck in here. All right. Okay, cool. Thank you. And he like he like takes his gun and like puts or tucks it back in his uh like his shorts uh behind his back. Yeah, you'll have to forgive my friend here. He's like four cents short of his chicken nuggets. So do you want like shoes on or shoes off? Shoes off, I said. Oh, all right, all right, I'm kicking them off. There's an extra pair of slippers by the oh. door if you want to wear those. Oh, you fancy? Uh, it's 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 the lady's choice. So. Nice. Uh, That's cool. I don't know. She does the whole Japanese thing. Whatever. 
Yeah, it works. Uh, have you heard from Zemlin lately? Yeah, man. I uh, uh, last I heard, he was uh, in a holding cell. Is that why you guys are here? Uh, yeah, kind of. Um, wanted to know what uh, what you knew about it. And you know him the best because uh, you've been with him for a while, so. I kind of have a feeling he might not be there on his own. Uh, his own volition or his own doing. Yeah, well, you know, he sticks his nose into all sorts of things. So, uh, you know, and he sits himself down, uh, kind of lounges back in his couch, uh, puts his leg up on his prosthetic. Um, but uh, Is he still holding a weapon? I mean, it's it's tucked behind his uh, back. Okay. Go on. What were you saying? Oh, well, just that, uh, you know, Zemlin's that, uh, got that Boy Scout charm where he's got to go, you know, pissing off every, uh, every dirty cop, crooked cop. I'm sure that there's, uh, there's going to be some sort of uh, intel that comes to light. It's probably some setup. He piss you off? Who, me? Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm harmless. Me and Zemlin go way uh, back. I'm gonna do... Human perception. Check. Sure. Uh, 22. 22? Um, he seems... He seems on the level. And as I, as I do that, I'm gonna kind of glance about the room. Does that um, apartment look... Modest? Does it look like he's got some money? Like, what's the what's the kind of status of the apartment? It looks like, um, I mean, it's certainly homey. Like the the furniture doesn't look especially expensive, but it like all kind of matches, like a uh, kind of just like a modern aesthetic. Um, so, you know, it doesn't look like they're they're wealthy, but uh, it looks like somebody put in the effort to you know, actually uh, spruce it up a little bit. Does it seem um, pretty on par with what I've seen of, like, Zemlin's cost of living? Yeah. Yeah. But I would I would say that is, is probably true. Okay. So, so um, oh, yeah, you've, you've heard you, of... Uh, you go you first. You heard he's gotten arrested. Who, who told you? How'd you find out? Well, I was with them when it happened, so... And then, of course, you know, I had to spend... About four hours getting grilled by uh, IA guys. Mm-hmm. What kind of questions were they asking? I mean, if I knew if he was into any dirt, uh, I told him no, obviously, because um, Zemlin doesn't doesn't fuck around like that. Uh, they wanted me to give them his we- my like the best recollection I could give as to his whereabouts on the day in question. Uh, you know. As far as I could tell, he was at he was at home all day because he was still you know dinged up pretty good from uh, the week before. So that's what I told him mostly. Uh, yeah, they didn't seem to be interested in like my uh, my take uh, too much. What about that like that that dude he had a problem with a while back? Who do you mean? I I don't know who it was, but like. Samlin's more of, like, Abel's friend over here, and we were talking all one day, 
I just like went to the bar with him and said something about punching a guy at work, but it was like a long time ago. Oh man. How'd you hear about that? That's uh that's some that's some old stuff. I can Man, that's years back now. Yeah. It was just alcohol. It seemed like he was a little worried sometimes that uh that might come back to haunt him. Well, you know, he's he's real tight lipped about that whole that whole affair. Uh, I only know bits and pieces. I mean I witnessed the I witnessed the altercation, if you will, uh myself, but I mean, I don't know too many details about uh, why it why it was he finally snapped on that guy. I mean, uh, from what from what I know, the guy was a one of his superiors, right? That's, I mean, yeah, the uh, for, like, the old desk sergeant. Mm-hmm. It's weird for a straight laced guy like uh, Zemlin to just snap. Well, uh, I don't know. Kelly had a way of pissing him off, getting under his skin. And did he do that for a lot? A lot of folks? No, they seem to have some sort of, like, uh, vendetta. I don't know if it was, like, a... I mean, you know, a lot of people, a lot of guys on the force uh, grew up in the same neighborhoods together. And uh, could be they had some beef from, um, you know, way back when. He wouldn't tell me nothing about it, though. Uh, Kelly, is that, that's not a... It's not a nomad name, is it? Uh, Mason Kelly? No, I don't think so. Um, guy was a dick, though. At least as, at least as Zemlin, I mean. Was? Oh, I mean, I haven't seen him in years, so, I don't know, maybe he's turned a, a new leaf. I don't know, most guys like that, when they get in a position of power, don't really change. Well, you're not wrong there. I don't know what Well, they... look, we're, we're trying to, um, to look into things and see if we can't help, help him out. I mean, the guy has been, uh... He's good, been good to some folks uh, in my life, and I want to make sure that he's done right by. It sounds like that's not what's going on right now. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a dirty, uh, it's definitely a, 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 a low down, dirty trick. Somebody's uh, you know played on him, and he scratches his his uh, beard. But you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry too much. Uh, I mean, the IA guys, they really. They're, they're thorough. If if it uh, stinks as much as it stinks to me, then um, you know they'll get to the bottom of it. He'll he'll be released. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry too much. Oh, I I don't know, man. Like we're we're both kind of worried for him because like um we heard that like the the police were having problems with all that that nuclear stuff, right? Like. How how bad is it going to be if they do frame him? Oh, jeez, man, he tell it. He tells you guys a lot. That's no, supposed that, to be that stuff's supposed to be under uh, pretty. Uh, no, that's just that's just shit out on the street, man. Like people are talking about that. Uh, yeah, there's um, seems to be a lot going down right now. Yeah, it's not easy to keep. Uh, it's not easy to keep investigations under wrap these days. I mean, everywhere you turn, there's a freaking camera in your face. And those damn, uh, those damn reporters will, you know, hunt down anything with a, with a pair of legs. Yeah, anyone, um, anyone on the ca- case particularly? You mean I know like, a few. you mean like reporter-wise? Yeah, yeah, I know a few of those suckers, but it's been a while since I've been around, uh, folks on the beat. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly independent folks, they don't, uh. 
the big the big news networks don't don't care or they're told not to care by um you know the 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 planning committee but uh yeah every now and then you'll get independent journalists snooping around well shoot uh do you know of anybody else that could like have problems with Zemlin? like anybody at the time right now who like you know for sure you can point out and say like this motherfucker hates him or hates his guts other than Mason Kelly, I don't have a, I don't have a name for you. And I, I like I said, I haven't seen that, that cat in, like, ten years. So. Yeah, and we don't mean to like, you know, ruffle your feathers and stuff over this. We're just we're worried. We got some calls from like Zemlin's family about how, well, his significant others, um, about how they're really concerned about the shit that's going down. How Zemlin was worried the last couple of days. So, yeah, well, I'll, I'll have uh, I'll have Jenny, um, you know, give him a call. She knows, she knows uh, his folks better than better than I do. Okay, well, we appreciate it, man. Um, okay, Abel, what are what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, it's open for. Uh, yeah, as long as uh, you, you're you're good, we can. Sorry to bother you, man. Uh, no, it's it's no to, it's uh, no trouble. Listen, you know, uh, I I respect the guy. I he's got a lot of he's got a lot of heart. Uh, not many cops do in this day and age. Um, so he's been a good partner to me, and uh, I do hope he I do hope he beats this thing and gets uh, gets back out there because the streets need him. Um, hey. I just thought of something before we go. Um, the the people that y'all busted a little while ago, they were like, they were nomads, right? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, he, for sure. Is there any reason why like nomads or different gang that's hanging out in the city would like want him dead for any reason or want to frame him or anything like that? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, you know. I mean, other than the obvious what happened, I mean, is there anything else that, like, like have you guys, like, busted some, I don't know, gang stuff recently that wasn't on the news or wasn't covered? Well, there's not much I can, I'm, you know, supposed to talk about uh, to uh, civilians such as yourself. Um, it could hurt investigations. Uh, um, I mean, I could tell you, I could tell you this, that uh, any street, any street gang or you know, mobster who's trying to trying to make a uh, not so honest living on the streets is gonna have uh, Zemlin come and knocking on his door at some point. So, you know, he's he's made his fair share of enemies in the uh, criminal underground. Yeah, sounds like it. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll get out of your hair here. Uh, sorry for the uh, disturbance. Hey, no problem at all, man. I'd, uh, you know, just, uh, if you're, if you're curious, you know, look, you can look into to that Mason Kelly. Um, I don't know if he's still on the force. I, we, we were just, you know, like cadets fresh out of the academy when, uh, we were working under him and then we got transferred out. I heard he got transferred out. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank, uh, thanks for the tip. And then I'll just start. Start backing out. It's all we'll just sheepishly follow. 
Um, okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take him out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take him out. Okay. All right, give me um, an initiative roll. Yeah, I, I engage. Sixteen. Okay. He will go before you, and he's going to um, like he's got his gun trained on you, uh, and he says, "All right, no sudden moves." Uh, I'm just gonna reach for my radio and tell someone that you're up here. Now, I don't want any funny business, okay? <laughs> and reaches for his radio uh, and turns it on and he says, There's someone on the roof with me. I don't know who it is, <laughs> but I've got them. Uh, please send help. And that's his turn. Okay. Um, I'm contemplating allowing myself to be captured. I still need a way into the building and help is coming. Um, yeah, I'm going to pretend that I got lost. (laughs) That's what I'm going with. I'm going to see if it works and see what happens. All right, go ahead and make a persuasion roll and I'm going to need a pretty like convincing (laughs) lie (laughs) for how you managed to get yourself up to the roof. Okay, um, okay, I rolled a seven, and so seven plus seven is 14. All right, uh, what are you, what are you telling him? Um, that I am the latest, like, aspiring, like, net personality, and I just wanted to, like, film myself scaling this tall building, well, not really that tall, but scaling a tall building for um like pizzazz and i just ended up on a roof because like it was a pretty short building and i just climbed the whole thing and now i'm just trying to find a way down so let me get this straight you are just doing it for the vine pretty much yeah you know i've always wanted to be a famous um net personality you know like filming yourself doing thrilling things are all the rage these days and that's kind of just how i ended up in, up here but like if you want to escort me down you can tell the other guys that everything's kind of fine you can handle this and we can just like i mean i'll come quietly and you can just like escort me out the building or whatever he he like lowers his gun a little bit and he's like right well you definitely are going Back down the building, uh, but not the way you came, because uh, I'm not cruel. Um, so, and, like, the the hatch opens, um, and another uh, security guard um, comes <laughs> climbing up the ladder, uh, and he's like, It's all right, we've got, we've got her under, uh, under control. Uh, we're just gonna take her down and, and... Uh, you know, lead her out the front door. This is some sort of weird stunt or something. And the the other guard's like, uh, man, they really need to clear this stuff with us before they approve celebrity parkour. Uh, and they are just going to, like, one, or the, the, the guy that just came up the ladder is going to go back down. Uh, and then the the guard that has been has had his gun trained on you is uh, gonna just like kind of uh, shepherd you down the down the ladder as well. Okay, so 
are both guards coming with me or is it just the one? Correct. Both guards are coming with you. Shit. Okay. Um, okay. So what I want to try to do now is there's no other guards coming, right? Uh, not at the moment. No, it okay. seems to be that these, these two guys, they've got each one of them has one of your arms, uh, in their hand and they're just kind of like pushing you towards, uh, the nearest elevator. Okay. So, um, I want to try something. I don't know if this is going to work, but like, I'm going for it. Okay. I want to try and steal their radios. Um, is there a skill for that? Pickpocket. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. Okay. Seven. Okay. Seven plus nine is 16. Um, let's see what happens. Uh, with a 16, you're able to get one of the radios, but it, like, does snag on his clothes as you pull it. And he's like, hey, what's going on over there? Okay, fight. Time to fight. Okay. <laughs> Can I do a preemptive strike? Um, no, you can't, because they have both have you, re- they have you restrained. Oh, God. Okay. Can I, can I fight at all? What, what, are, what, are, what are my options left here? So... You are currently, like, grappled, essentially, um, so if you want to be not grappled, uh, you'll have to beat, like, their strength to do it, uh, but then after, if you can, you know, break free, then you're you're free to act as normal. Let me, let me check, wait, okay, can I check my strength and decide if I want to do this first? Uh, you mean you want to make a roll first and then decide whether you're going to keep the roll? No, I wanted to. I wanted. I wanted to check the requirements for like attempting the roll before I decide I want to do it. It's gonna be a body, a body roll. Okay, I'm pretty weak. Okay, I'm just gonna let them escort me out the building and try another approach. I feel like I don't want to cause too much trouble yet. All right. Yeah. So, um, as you're going down the building, I can kind of describe like what you're seeing. Um, Okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it seems that like not every floor has uh, a-, a guard. Um, you count probably like uh, maybe nine, um, and not including the two that are, are carrying you out. Um, and uh, they all have insignias on their on their body armor that says Sparkwood Security. Okay. Um, otherwise, it's a pretty like cut and dry office building. Uh, these people are uh, so they're investment brokerage. Um, so it's like just big offices with like guys yelling at in, into phones. Buy, sell, sell, buy. Why aren't you buying fast enough? Okay. Um, yeah, and and you get to the you get to the bottom floor. Uh, it's a nice looking lobby with um. You know, like a cappuccino machine and a bunch of like free shit swag, if you will, with the the Strafe Company logo on it, um, and some couches, like a little lounge area. Uh, and they they walk you to the front door, and then like they just kind of push you out the door and say, "Have a nice day, ma'am." Uh, you know, if you want to make an appointment and come in the regular way, that's preferred. And then they both walk back inside. Okay, and I just, like, stand there for a second. And then I 
call candor on my agent hey uh what's uh what's happening okay so i kind of got caught um i tried to sneak past the guard to avoid trouble and trouble found you i guess yeah (sighs) okay but i was able to convince them that i was just some internet personality like climbing the building for a thrill and they bought it so yeah i'm not surprised um, that shit happens all the time it's actually pretty funny though (laughs) they ended up escorting me down the stairs and i was able to like figure out a few things about um the building i'm guessing it would probably be a bad idea to try to climb the building again um which i'm kind of contemplating let's see um based on your opinion is there anything else that i should try to check here before we go and so i can decide whether or not i want to climb this building oh you should find out if they have a dweller what's a dweller uh so soifang g probably wouldn't need to ask this question because uh you're a pretty hardcore net runner uh but a dweller uh for debbie and for the audience also is a um basically a net runner that is constantly plugged into uh a like a closed network and monitors it and protects it inside of the net oh okay that's actually a good point okay i'm going back in okay so i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna try this again and try climbing this building again and i'm gonna check and see if they do have a dweller because if they have a dweller then they're definitely hiding secrets Uh, candor's like at the very least uh it'll it'll mean you gotta get a deck that can take out another netrunner oh that is true do i want to fight this netrunner now okay um, in that case, all right, yeah, I think I want to use, I'm going to switch out worm for okay. brain wipe. Sounds good. All right, I'm climbing this building again, and I'm like, I'm going to try not to get caught. All right, give me another body roll. All right, I rolled a seven, and my body's six, so 13. 13, uh, you won't be able to make it to the roof. That's, that's for sure. You can probably make it about halfway up the building before you get too tired to keep going which makes sense i mean you've already scaled the thing fucking once uh okay i'll scale halfway and look for any like opened or large windows or like vent or like exposed vents that i could possibly climb into so uh can i do a perception roll sure 21 21 uh there so there are a couple choices um next to you uh probably like um like a meter away is uh a large is the is the stripe of window um that goes all the way up the building um and it's like it is a it's like a big window it's it's almost like the entire wall of like an office built of an office would have just be a big window um and then uh to your other side uh a little bit further up uh it looks like there is an outdoor ventilation shaft I'm climbing in. Uh, it does have like, um, like screws keeping it secure. Can I try to like peel it or open it? You're just going to like brute force it. Give me a body roll. 15. Uh, so you like, um, you probably kick cause Sufanji is more of a kicker. Um, and your heel spike leaves like a, like a gash, um, down the middle of this, uh, thing that could be like bent. Ooh, nice. So I bend the little openings, the bars, and I climb inside. And what do I see? Uh, it's an air vent. 
you're in a duct. It goes forward for it vertical. Uh, it's it's like horizontal. Um, so it's not that it's not okay. hard for you to climb through. Uh, but there is like, yeah, it goes extends out for um, quite a ways, and it's like a maze in here. Okay, um, I'm gonna scan. Um, to see which direction will lead me to, uh, the closest terminal. All right. Yeah. You can scan and then probably, uh, tracking. Let's use tracking. All right. 17. 17. So it's, uh, you know, you make two lefts, you make a right. Um, there is like a kind of like a really narrow passage that leads down to like a, another, kind of a like opening for the duct um can can you give me a contortionist roll <laughs> that's dexterity based Ooh. skill of manipulating your body to get in out of handcuffs or other bindings and fit yourself into otherwise inaccessible places or spaces oh could i have used that to like break out of the guards uh, i mean if yeah if they had you in handcuffs or something but not a grapple i yeah, guess that yeah, would make cause, sense because gr- handcuffs aren't like you know, a contested roll. It's it's metal. Alright, I rolled a seven. My contortionist is eight, so seven plus eight, fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, yeah, you're you're pretty like limber and and thin, uh, and you can get yourself like down this weird twisty duct uh, to the opening uh, and slip down into the floor below. Nice. Okay. And I hope Yeah, and you do one of those like uh Superman landings where you fist down. <laughs> that was, that's what I was envisioning. Hoping that I land it silently. Yep. <laughs> like a cat. Word. Okay. And alright, what do I see? Went looking around. So you're on like you're not on the, the top floor, so this is like mid level, like middle management uh investment brokers. Uh they if they have their like if they have an office they share it with like two or three other guys so there's just like a hallway that extends out and like every uh probably like 10 20 feet there's a door that's like cracked or open with like guys staring at 10 screens with like tickers going on them okay not paying attention to me okay um... not paying attention to anything but the screens yeah <laughs> okay so i'm gonna make my way to the closest terminal uh should i do a self stealth roll to see how silently i do that sure yeah it's not gonna be a hard roll 22 so yeah i mean you have no problem like there's at one point uh like a guy comes out of the break room with like a burrito on a plate uh and you duck around a wall uh and he goes into one of the offices and gets back to his station uh, but no one sees you as you make it to uh, this, like, wall terminal. Bless the appeal of a burrito. I look around to make sure the coast is clear, and then I jack in. Alrighty then. Uh, you're on the first level. When you enter the net, there's like this, um, like floating kind of ball of like digital fire 
and when uh, you enter the net space, uh, well, I'll give you a, a opportunity if you wanted to use a net a second net action uh, before interacting with this thing. Yeah, I wanted to activate um, invisibility um, to try to be as incognito as possible before I start. All right. So yeah, you you go invisible uh, and you see this like this orb. Um, like the fire kind of dies a little bit uh, and it's just like an eye and it's kind of like looking around like the eye just darts in many different directions uh, and it's kind of just like moving around um, searching its digital surroundings. Can I like just move past it? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can you can if you wanted to move to the like the next level. Um, or you can use any of your other net actions. Yeah, I'll just move to the next level. If it can't see me, I'm like, I want to try to make it as deep as I can before I, like, I'm revealed or, like, I alert anything. Uh, so you go up to the second floor. Uh, it looks like th- the when the, the elevator doors open, uh, there's, like, a just... It's an immense, like, wall-to-wall files that are as like extend out as far as the eye can see uh into like the black nothingness of this uh this data space wow okay is there a way for me to like narrow or search through these files like if i'm looking for specific ones yeah you can walk up there's like a there's like a directory um it's kind of just like its own terminal uh and um like you notice like if you type something in it like highlights a section of the uh, archives. Okay, um, I'm gonna like go towards this directory and um, search for dark matter. Uh, the like a red X um, appears on the screen, uh, and it says no files found. Okay, um, can I search here to see if there's a dweller, or is that just something that I have to like encounter? I that information is um well i guess suifengji's net running knowledge uh if there is a dweller in this uh net space um they would usually they would have their own like floor um that's specifically for like where they reside uh but you know if you're messing with things in the net uh and like they can they can catch on to you uh and and locate you Oh, okay. So I'm going to I'm going to wait before I search for any files and like dig a little deeper. Are you just you're just going to the next floor? Yeah. You enter the third floor. Uh there is a um there is an avatar. Uh his back is to you. Um but he looks like a netrunner uh and he is like looking at various uh screens. Uh, four of them in total. If you look in the first screen, you can see um, the uh, the like fiery, wispy eye um, that you saw on the first level. Uh, the second screen has a um, view of the archive. Uh, the third screen uh, looks to be a um, like rendering of this room. Uh, with the dweller sta- standing in it, um, and then uh, the fourth floor uh, looks to be like a security console. Okay, 
Um, I'm going to attack this net runner. Okay. Yeah, I'm going in. Alrighty then. You've been doing. You've been pretty liberal with uh, net actions, but he doesn't know you're there. Uh, so I will give you one. Yeah. One action before he is he is alerted to your presence. I'm just gonna get this show on the road and like start off with a brain wipe. All right, then you're just gonna roll a d10 and add your interface. And I will uh, do the same. Okay. All right. Uh, my interface is 10. 7, 17. 17 is exactly the same thing that this uh, this uh, dweller rolled. Oh, wow. So what does that mean? Um, on a tie, I believe the attacker gets the, gets the, the advantage. Ooh, hell yeah. Okay, so I get to just roll a d6 now? Yeah. Four damage to their intelligence. And that's just, that's straight and it's gone? Yeah. All right. And what else did, did you say happened? Once their intelligence, like, goes to zero, their, like, brain just, like, short circuits and they die. And they can't get their intelligence back. And that's pretty much okay. it. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, they're not at zero yet, so... Okay. Um, and they they do now know that you're there... Uh, and they will get to take their turn. Uh, so they turn uh, as their as their brain gets uh, frying, um, and they are going to attempt to use deck crash on you. So they summon it, and then they're gonna use it. Uh, and they rolled another seventeen. Okay, nineteen. Yeah. All right, nothing happens, and then they're going to. Um, angrily uh summon their uh ban hammer it's like a giant sledgehammer uh appears in their hand um and they're gonna try to attack you with that uh this time uh they rolled a 21 22 16 all right yeah uh, okay does that mean i take the hit Yes, you will, and you'll take nine damage. And the last thing they do is um, you see uh, a cloud of, like, blinding uh, multicolored lights uh, swirl around the Netrunner as they summon uh, Flak Armor. And now it's your turn. Can can Flak Armor be attacked by, like, um, anti-ice programs? It wouldn't be ice. Um... It would have to be an anti-program attack. Uh, okay. I didn't know if the armor counted as a program. It does. Does it protect against brain wipes? Or... It gives them... Like, will the armor take the damage? And- it says it de- It reduces the attack of all non-Black Ice uh, attacker programs run against it to zero. As long as it remains rezzed. So you'll deal damage to the, to the armor instead. Okay. Then I'm going to use my sword so I can deal more damage. All right, so you summon up sword. What does your sword look like? Um, a katana. It's like, it has a hilt, and then it has like a pink, like, illuminated katana blade. Cool, cool. So you're going to make an attack with it. All right, I rolled a 9 plus 10, 19 plus uh, 120. 20 uh, is not going to succeed um, they rolled a crit, uh, followed by a six, so that's 16 plus 13. Um, okay, so I guess that fizzles. Um, 
Can I try attacking again? I have four. I have four moves, right? Yeah, you have four moves. You've used, uh, I believe, one. Okay, I'm gonna try attacking again. And this one, fifteen. Uh, fifteen hits. Oh, nice. Okay, so six plus two, eight. All right, eight damage. Uh, will um, derez the flak. Oh, nice. Okay. And for my third move, I'm going back again for a brain wipe. All right. So that is 10, 16, plus 10, 26. Uh, they only rolled a 15, so give me that give me that brain wipe damage. All right. And that's going to... Ooh, six! Yes! Six. The, uh, the avatar, like, screeches um, and, like violently uh spasms and derezzes um and then the whole the ah, whole bitch. uh like floor that you are on um like kind of uh fades away until you're just in a black space ooh okay um can i use my uh next action to like go back to the floor with the files all right, so you shift down one floor. Okay, so that's your last action. You see another, um, like a silhouette of it looks to be like some sort of avatar. It is wearing like a uh, like ninja shinobi looking clothes, um, and uh, you just catch it shifting up to the uh, to the floor to the fourth floor as you're going down. There appears to be another netrunner uh, somewhere in this in this network. Okay, so there's another one. It doesn't look like they're monitoring everything, huh? So I'm going to hope that they didn't see me and um, start trying to like collect files. All right. So what are you gonna? Are you just grabbing like any old file, or are you just going back to the directory to search for stuff? Um. Okay. So there were no files on dark matter. Um, I just, I want to look up files that are dated back 75 years to see if maybe there's some type of indication of, like, like, protected packages or, um, like, classified cargo or whatever that it mentions. Um, the, so there is one file that contains the text, um, files, uh, from like the time period you searched and uh it says all relevant data has been uh tra- or has been left in the old um data hub uh per sparkwood's instruction okay can i get a location on the on the old data hub so you search you search for the old data hub in the directory uh several files come up um, but the like the ones that seem the most pertinent to you uh, indicate that the old data hub was moved to the sub level of the strafe building. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Um. All right. So I take that information, and um, I I guess I jack out. Saul will wait a minute or two until they like walk away, and then he's just gonna 
kind of like quietly to Abel. I I don't. I think we might be barking up the wrong tree. I I think this might just be like I think he might just be taking the fall because the mafia wants him to take a fall. Like I I think this shit might go above all their heads. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm. That's what it's kind of looking like. He's looking more and more like a patsy. Yeah, I, I, I think it was maybe. I don't know if it's somebody who necessarily has like a a, a death wish out for Zemlin, but I don't know. Maybe it might just be a thing of convenience because Zemlin caught them first. Maybe he was supposed to. Maybe he wasn't. We don't fucking know. But like. I don't know. I don't know what to do about that. I'd like to be able to get him out. I think at this point it might be... I think we should try to only get him out if like, we know for a fact his life is in danger. Because it might be safer to have him there than it is anywhere else. You know? like It's, it's hard to have you know crime... Or it's hard for... What's the fucking thing... It's hard for a shadow to exist in a well-lit room. You know what I mean? Like, I I think with all the eyes on them right now, uh, even if they are, even if some are compromised, I don't think he's necessarily going to get killed while in jail. I think we'd have more of a, a hassle if he was out in the street doing stuff. When While you guys are uh, talking, um, you, like, you're still kind of within like on the floor, the same floor, um, in this apartment building. And, uh, you hear, um, from inside of the apartment, you just left motherfuck. And, um, after like some shuffling and a, and a few like bangs and noises, um, Pete Roswell comes out in, uh, like his uniform sprints down or sprints past you guys, uh, and like runs down the stairs Oh, fuck. We should catch up to him. How fucking fast can he run? I mean, he, he's only got, like, one good leg. Yeah, we're going to follow him. All right, him. so when he get when you get to the to the uh, bottom floor, you see him, like, uh, dive into his, his uh, patrol car, uh, turn the lights on, and, like, take off. And it looks, he, he looks like he is headed in the direction of uh, the South Wharf. At the same time... You get, um, both of you get like a, a breaking news announcement um, on your agents. Do you look at it? Yeah. Yeah. It says that the um, South Wharf uh, police de- or police like precinct um, is under assault by um, like a armed group of militants who look to be nomads. Oh, They've shit. got a tank, like that's rolling down the street, um, and there's like gunfire and you know death and explosions. Oh shit! I don't have enough grenades for this. No, uh, let's message Sufungi and meet up at, at um, uh, how how far is it from to Sahara from here? To Sahara, uh, it's probably. Is that in the same direction or opposite direction? It is. It's kind of like. Um, Scott's Roost is like got water on the north side and the south side. So you would be you would take the same like highway uh or like, you mm-hmm. know, like 
mega parkway to get to uh, Sahara that the and then you'd keep going to get to South Wharf. Um, so yeah, it's it's the same ish direction, uh, at least for a little bit. And it'll be about I mean, if you get into like a car or a vehicle, um, it's probably like an hour uh, to Sahara. Are they also like in the little blurp? Uh, are they also message like saying things like how like certain roads are being locked down and shit like that? Uh, it does say that the district that like, um, the South Wharf district is being like put under lockdown. Um, but they don't have like most of the officers that are available are heading to the scene. Got you. Okay. Uh, Abel, what, yeah. what do you want to do? Just me- Let's meet up at, uh, meet up at Sahara. Okay. And if we need to do something, we have access to the firepower to do it. And if there's nothing that we can do, then at least we will be able to monitor the situation from there. I, I am concerned that this might be a thing. Oh, uh, what, what if Zemlin dies in this though? Oh, what, do you think they're, they're going to take him out? I don't think I... I don't think the nomads are going to take him out. I think somebody from the inside is going to do it in all the fucking craziness. Well, Saul, we don't have we don't have what what it takes to go up against a tank. So either way, we're going to need. No, you're fire. you're totally fucking right. Um, can we can we can we message Soifan G and see if Soifan G can come down with like so? Well, no, Soifan G probably couldn't get that access to weaponry. Fuck. I mean, I could try to requisition something from Militech, but even then, I don't, I don't think they would be. Mm. Look, you know, I'm not a company person, but uh, our best bet is to go there first, and before instead of running headlong into a fight that we don't know. Okay. We don't know what the purpose is. Either way, it's on the way. Okay, that's fair. All right, yeah, let's. Okay, I guess, I guess we'll just go. We don't have a plan. We gotta go back. Yeah, how can we fucking plan for this? Alright. Alright. Uh, you return to um, sort of the meat space uh, and the, you can still hear like the guys uh you know in the various offices um like angrily yelling at people on the phones and uh you know the the clicking and clacking of of keyboards being furiously typed on but nobody has nobody has noticed you your presence okay um i'm going to i guess just like take the stairs and see if i can make it down to the sub level um you do get a text from uh, probably abel uh, that says whatever it says. Um, Abel, take it away. <laughs> SFG dash big explosion slash hullabaloo slash nomad rally in South Wharf period. Meet us in, at Sahara for bullshit period. Okay, Sofungi um, stops, text back, fuck, kinda busy. Heading there now, just have to escape first. Send and all right, uh, 
after the attacks, um, Soifunji um, decides to um, go back into the ventilation and climb back out the vent to the side of the building. All right, give me one more, like, contortionist roll. I rolled a three. My contortionist is eight, 11. 11. Uh, so it's kind of tougher um, this time, like, coming or going up than it was to go down, uh, and your butt gets stuck. Can I wiggle? Do I have to do another roll? You, you try You try wiggling, and uh, you just manage to... Um, like free yourself back down to the floor oh okay so this i'm not going that way okay um yeah you're you think to yourself i'm not sure how exactly i managed to get through there the first time but it ain't happening again right okay um i'm gonna try and like make my way to the stairs and try to like find a back door back on the first floor to get out you remember being led down this hallway by the security um, and you think you can find your way back to like, or, or past the elevator where they took you down, um, to like the emergency stairwell. Um, and when you look into the stairwell, uh, it looks like it has been, uh, very, very rarely used, uh, since the construction of this building. <laughs> um, and there is nobody like in the floors or, or uh, you know in the stairwell nice okay the nice good addle and i scramble my ass down those stairs yep you get down back down to the to the lobby and uh they're like the uh receptionist is kind of just like on her agent um kind of just watching uh what appears to be like a breaking news story um involving like a lot of explosions and shit and doesn't even notice you walk past nice okay um then i escape tell candor we gotta go and start heading towards sahara if you hail a taxi it'll take you probably about the same amount of time uh to get to sahara which is an hour um there is a like there is a um display screen in the taxi and you can kind of watch uh, like the havoc unfold, um, the gunfights that are happening, like in the streets and in adjacent buildings. Um, the precinct now has like a giant hole in the side of it, uh, where like a uh, where the tank has just blown it open, um, and like you can see like cops like ducked behind any sort of furniture and debris that has uh, blown out. Um, in this hole and they're they're firing at the nomads on the street uh there looks to be like a a small army of um of donati's uh kind of bearing down on this building uh and you arrive at sahara headquarters uh to find abel and saul waiting for you 